Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Upshift Podcast. Me and Brian have a good time on this one like we always do. Just a bunch of motorcycle talk. Someone uh, wants a denim vest and someone's going to ride around bike week in a pair of flip-flops. That's what you're going to hear in this episode. And along with that, we're going to talk about a bunch of motorcycles. But that's what we do in this podcast. Thanks for checking us out. Uh, Give us a uh, follow on Instagram at the upshift podcast and you can follow brian at the upshift podcast underscore brian underscore nh this is up there in beautiful new hampshire thanks again for checking out the upshift podcast ride safe ride smart hey if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain it's free there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And welcome in to the Upshift Podcast, where we're, all we do is talk about motorcycles with my co-host, Brian. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. How you doing today, bud? Oh, man, pretty good. How's your weather? Oh, the weather is fantastic. I know. <laughs> I had some good fall riding going on the other day, and uh, it was awesome. Riding around in flannel, my new boots, loving life. That's about how it is here. Um, we are coming up on some rain, I believe, here in a day or two. It's kind of gotten cloudy out there, but I've ridden every day for the past, what, three weeks now? Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, I ride to work. I ride everywhere that that I go. I, I take the bike, and I go to the grocery store on the bike. I go everywhere on the motorcycle, so. You know, that's, when I first started going to Daytona, that's one thing I used to love about Daytona. Because up here, you can't ride your bike every day, everywhere. You know, the weather's just crazy. Yeah. But down there, I just, you know, you park the truck and you just ride the motorcycle to breakfast, to lunch, to dinner. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it's just, it's great. Yeah, but you can't do that in July and August. <laughs> no, no. Down there or here, I mean, you, you, you just melt. I mean, you can. You leave early enough, but I mean, this is prime motorcycle weather. I mean, this, and they're out every, everywhere. I just walked in the door and there were two or three that passed by uh, right out here in front of the office. And, you know, everybody's out on on the bike. Um, I don't, I think bike nights are kind of ending here. I think maybe another week or two and they'll cut those off. Um, But they still do events just about every uh, Saturday there at the Harley shop or there there's some motorcycle event I was just looking at the calendar around here up until uh the toy run is probably the I want to say the third weekend in uh second weekend in November yeah we still got some stuff going on here like that toy rides and actually got a ride going on next this Sunday coming up we do it uh the Sunday after Columbus Day every year, um, go up to like Mount Washington area. Oh, okay. 
get 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 a food, get some food. It's about a three three and a half hour round trip. Okay, so you're going to the top of Mount Washington? Oh no, oh no, <laughs> no, nah, just just through the the notch area and just you know okay. all all around it. And we've had years where we go up up the notch up towards Mount Washington where it's started snowing. Yeah, isn't that the White Mountain Pass or something? Uh, yeah, we were on it. Remember, we took a picture. Look, okay, so we did the king, uh, the king or the king among us. King among us. And isn't there another road called the White Mountain Pass or White Mountain? Well, there's right Bear Notch Road, which comes. Through, yeah, that goes through that area too. Okay, I mean, that, I was looking at my pictures the other day, and man. I'm excited about coming back. There's a large group uh, from down here in South Carolina that are coming next year for Laconia. Perfect. Uh, so uh, there, uh, there's a few of them. They're going to be. They're going to do like a ten day trip. Oh. Um, I was just getting the particulars. Uh, there's a guy that I know <laughs> who's from the area, somewhere in Massachusetts, okay. close by. And so he, he knows that whole area and he's kind of got it mapped out and places to stay. Um, cause there's a few, uh, in the group that they want to ride out, uh, to the main coast. Um, some want to go up to the finger lakes in New York. Yeah. Uh, kind of the route I did coming, uh, this year and cut across and hit Laconia because man, that's the hundredth. Yes. That, that, that's probably going to be a pretty big one for Laconia. Yeah, that is going to be a huge one. But let's get into this episode. We send each other notes. And again, this is a motorcycle podcast. All we talk about is motorcycles. Um, It's centered around motorcycles. And majority of the time, we'll say 99.9%, it is all about Harley Davidson's. So, have you bought a new Harley this week? Uh, not this week. I've been <laughs> trying to sell a Harley this week, but no, nothing new is coming to the garage. But okay, yeah, no, um, a lot of new parts. A lot of new parts. Yes. Uh, so no, no bots on the FXR. Ah, uh, no, a couple, you know, offers without even seeing the bike. You know, those yeah. type of. Yeah, come yeah. on. Well, while we're talking about that, have you noticed prices on bikes coming down a little bit? A little bit, yeah. I have noticed that myself. There's a few, well, a few. I probably got a couple hundred saved, and you some you will get a notification. It'll pop up on your marketplace. This bike is lowered five hundred dollars or whatever. And I, I, I guess I just didn't grab my phone for a while. I got to working, and I picked it up, and I had all these notifications. And I guess they just all piled up at the same time. And there was a few. That had dropped by a thousand, fifteen hundred, you know, five hundred, and yeah. it still didn't make me pull the trigger. <laughs> um, like I said, we'll get some cold weather towards the end of, I, I say November, like r- r- cold where nobody's going to be out riding, only the the few that love it like we do. Uh, so I would hope that prices will even drop further. Yeah, because but, yeah, I've been still looking on Road Glides. You know, some of the ones that I wanted to go look at are still there. They haven't sold yet. They haven't dropped the price, but they're still for sale. So, yeah, I, I'd had one. I was I'd been looking at for a while, going on a month, 
looked at it in person and I was like, I just really am not going to pull the trigger. So, uh, so I didn't, and now it's gone, which is fine because that means I can move on to something else. But out of all of the bikes that you've owned, past, present, um, what has been your favorite? <clears throat> My favorite motorcycle that I've owned. That's. Uh, it's almost hard not to be so to say the road glide, but I haven't really I haven't ridden the road glide enough. Yeah. So I think my favorite bike that I owned was a um I think it was a, it was a 1984 FLT. Okay. So it had the shovel. It was a tour glide. Okay. Oh, a tour shovel. glide. Yeah. Got any pictures of that? Uh. No, that was a long time ago. Yeah, before uh, yeah, everybody before... had a computer in their pocket called a phone. Yeah, yeah. I it might not have actually been a tour glide. It was a '84 FLT with a shovel head, with a five-speed rubber mounted. Oh, okay. So yeah, but it didn't have the um, the tour glide fairing on it. It just it okay. Like, it was like a so, road king. Okay, because I believe didn't those come with the the batwing fairing that could come pop off and on possible it had the um the big dash mechanical dash but it almost looked like a a toaster yeah. oven behind yes. your handlebars yeah it was like that was the first it was right before the road king yes yeah so, so i they, think that they, was yeah that's right so they took that speedo and all that put it on the tank and that became the road king yep yeah i had the hard bags on it and yeah, I love that bike. That was my first touring bike that I ever had, and it every time I went to start that bike, it it sounded like it was gonna die and would never start. But <laughs> every time it started right up. Yes, because that. Uh, so I've had a few of those years too. Well, I, actually, what was my shovel head? My shovel head was a '78, but all in the same line. So when you got over to the Evo. It was that the uh, the starter drive. Oh, yep. It had the it had that spoon looking thing where it kicked it into the uh, primary and turned it over. Yep. So you had that solenoid and that plunger and all that. And at one time, I remember having one replaced on one of my old bikes. And the guy that worked on my bikes, Rusty, uh, he works at CNC Thunder. My guy's down there here in my hometown of Cowpens, um, he's like, why don't you just buy two? I'm like, why would I buy two? He goes, because this one's going to tear up. <laughs> so so you, you're going to need another one. But, okay, so we, so tell me all about that bike. Do you remember where you got it, what you did to it? Oh, yeah, so I, I got it. I got it up here in New Hampshire, actually. Okay. I remember I, I bought the bike. It was a maroon color. It had the outer primary was powder coated maroon i think the trans cover was powder coated maroon so there was a bunch of stuff it was it was like a maroon color and uh, i can't remember if there was like a a beige stripe or something that went through it i, I ended up painting the bike anyways but oh really yeah so i bought the bike in new hampshire i, I remember and i i, I want to say i paid five thousand for it okay yeah, so it was 
good good deal back then i think i, I don't know but that bike <laughs> that bike uh it, it went to the beach it, it it did a lot of trips <clears throat> and i remember the day i sold it i told you every time i started it never sounded like it wanted to start yeah but for some reason the day that i went to s- sell it the kid came by with his dad or something and that bike i went he's like oh fire it up i'm like all right no problem that bike fired right up like it, it didn't want to be part of me anymore. <laughs> it's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, this kid's going to buy me and treat me good. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm starting right up. Uh, you know, you, there's probably, if you can remember the dates, if if the uh, the guy that stands out there at uh, on the loop in Daytona. Oh, yeah. And takes the pictures. <laughs> I think I do have a picture of that bike on my phone. I'll have to send it to you after the podcast. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that that that's a cool bike yeah that, that's probably one of my favorite bikes so that got got me started thinking about the torn bikes because before i just liked the bar hoppers yeah you know, my, my night train i never you know never rode far and uh never thought i would even want to ride far yeah to do do it will see you know when, when I, the same thing when i got my first bike you know i my, my first harley we'll say uh, you know, I had ridden my Honda a lot of places and I had hauled it to the beach, you know, but really never any overnight other than a day ride. Yep. Um, and then as you, and then I got my Dyna and then that started the, the list of, uh, motorcycles and, and, and traveling and it just, uh, guys. <laughs> it's funny to think back. Think about this, Brian. You, we both have been riding about the same amount of time. Even though I think I got a maybe a year or two age on you. Yeah. But think of all the places we've been. There's some places we've been and we forgot about. Oh, for sure. But your your first bike, you never forget about that. Nope. And oh. your favorite bike, that's just something that. You know, you always think about, and I, somewhere in my pile of stuff, I have I have a picture of every bike I've ever owned. Oh, I'm sure I I love taking pictures. So, <laughs> oh, but, I mean, now you just pop out your phone and oh yeah, go with it. But <clears throat> so, what what's so, your favorite bike that you have owned? Then you've had so many, but can you pick down a a favorite that you've owned? Yes, the my favorite bike that I have owned, and it's a bike that I had always wanted since the first time seeing it in Daytona was my 92 Daytona edition lowrider. Okay. Yeah. That's... That was out of all of the bikes. And like I said, you know, I, we text this back and forth. And then when I, you know, I sent you the list, I'm, I, I already knew which one I was putting on my list was the, uh, that Daytona. Was it because that was the bike you were riding when you met me? <laughs> yes it was <laughs> <laughs> and i know i've told this story i remember seeing pictures of that bike for for a long time and different you know back then we had magazines and you know every year daytona would roll around it would kind of come back up in my memory but over the years and then when i would see one there, there's only 1500 i don't know how many are even left out there um, I know that if you go to Daytona and you walk across the street from the speedway and go to the museum that's upstairs in the hotel, there's yeah. one up there. 
if you go to the downtown Main Street t-shirt shop for Destination Daytona, there's one in there. And if you go to the main dealership in Ormond, Destination Daytona, there's one upstairs there. Yep, that's the one I remember seeing. Okay, so those three bikes are the ones I know I could always see. And I remember the first time I saw one in the wild parked, and it was in Daytona. And I want to say it was at the old Hartley shop when it was right there on Beach Street. Yeah, right. With the I remember looking all over it, and it was kind of, my memory, it was kind of crusty. I mean, it had been ridden. And uh, I thought, man, what a cool bike. I mean, that, uh, I don't know if you call it yellow or honey gold, but it just had that. It was the 50th uh, anniversary edition. Like I said, they were all numbered. And so I I was kind of on a hunt for that motorcycle. And at the time, you know, I didn't have the funds to have multiple bikes. I would have one or two, but, you know, it was always I had to, you know, buy one, sell one. It was, you know, I just couldn't keep one laying around. Yeah. So to speak. But, I, you know, I worked on buying that bike, the one that I had, for, oh, gosh, probably six months. And I ended up getting it in December and then having all the work done to it. Because it had the sitting up blues. I mean, it ran. Um, but it just... Uh, I mean, the tires were, I, I don't even remember the date codes, but they you know, went straight in the trash. And, well, and yeah. I put the fairing on it and the bars and the seat and the bags. And and it, it was really fun. Yeah, that was a, it was a cool bike. I remember it seeing was, that. The it was a cool seat. bike, yeah. Yep. Um, and that, out of all of them, that's been my favorite bike. I guess because I had looked for that bike for so long and i was like if one ever comes around and i can afford it i'm buying it and <laughs> i mean i can't remember i mean we're talking the from the early 2000s when i i first saw one. Oh wow yes. probably even before that i mean it was a 92 so i mean all the magazines and what's funny i still have all of those and i kind of collected i still have parts for that bike that i have bought on ebay through the years just knowing you were going to get it one day? Just knowing I was going to get and I never even used them. I, there's a the backing plate that goes on the sissy bar. It says Daytona. Yep. I have one of those. <laughs> it's a new old stock. Um, and, you know, and I'll keep that forever in, in my little private collection. But uh, yeah. so how that, did you, that, that was my favorite bike. How did you feel the day you sold that bike? You must have been. <sighs> well, it's like you can't keep them all. I know, but. I know. I trust me. I know. I mean, it's like this: you love your shovel head, and that is one cool bike. But I mean, if you sold it, and your FXR too, I mean, yeah, you'd miss it for a minute, but you'll just you go on to something else. And there's there's another FXR shovel head out there. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I love my FXR, but you know, if it, if somebody wants wants it, then I hope it goes to a good home because oh yeah, and I, put, I put a lot of cool right. parts on that bike. Oh yeah. Really, I mean it, it. When you pull up, it's it stands out in the crowd. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's not going to get lost. Yeah, I mean, and, and okay, so I still have my first motorcycle, my eighty-one Honda, uh, 
Matic 400. I still have that bike. I'll never get rid of that bike. Yeah, I remember you saying that, yeah. I know. I, I wish I had my 03 Night Train, but it didn't really look like an 03 Night Train when I got <laughs> rid of it. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that was my favorite bike. Um, and out of all of them, <clears throat> I, I don't think that would ever change. And I'll, I will buy another one of those someday. Um, there's a few out there. There's, there's, I kind of tried to buy one earlier in the year. Um, it was kind of rough. Uh, and it was not, it wasn't close by, so I just couldn't run and look at it. So, but, but they'll, they'll pop up, you know, people will get, they'll have one, they'll get tired of it, it'll show up and they'll buy another one. You might even find you another tour guide somewhere. Yeah, I know. I, I feel like I've worked my way up, like, you know, with the, the soft tail and I train and then I got the touring bike and I got a taste of that. And then I got an FXR. So I got a taste of the handling. And mm-hmm. like the nimbleness, mm-hmm. you know, and then I got the road glide, and now it's like the road glide to me is like riding a big FXR, not even so much big, but like it's like yeah. riding an FXR to me the way I have it set up now. Yeah, that's a game changer because it rides good and the fairing is frame mounted, so it handles handles way better than a Batwing bike. Yes, I noticed that, and I'm sure you don't miss you probably missed the cop glide, but. Not as much as you thought you would. <laughs> no, no, I miss. I still miss it. Yeah, but it was a cool bike. It was a good. It's a cool looking bike. But the road glide, I just, I just needed to have a road glide. So. Oh yeah, well you got one, and it's pretty cool from the pictures I've seen and those wheels and that pipe. And we'll talk about it later. But here's the next question. What you got? Money is no object. What would be the bike that you would run out and buy? Just, just, just a half. Just a half. Yeah. Huh. Because, because you can, because you can, you can buy it. It doesn't matter. You know, you didn't, you're not buying it to flip and sell. It can sit there and you can ride it once a year. What would be that? I will say a crazy motorcycle that you would buy. I would buy a West coast chopper built, by, <laughs> you know, bike built by Jesse James. Okay. Yeah. I would definitely just, I'd buy it. I probably wouldn't even ride it. Just have it in my garage. <laughs> so you could look at it. Yeah. The chrome frame. Yeah. Do you remember this... those with, with the holes all the way through the neck and the, the down CF... through? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw one of those in my local Harley shop years ago. There was a guy here in town had had bought one. And it just, I was like, wow. And again, that was when it was on TV. So there's no telling what he paid for that thing. But every time I saw it, it was in the Harley shop for work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like those OCC bikes. You'll never see one out. No. Riding. They're all, none of them even run anymore, probably. Yeah. Um, there was, this, I think, went around on somewhere on some Facebook group that I'm in. There was one for sale, and a guy bought it, like, super cheap. And he had to pretty much completely disassemble it, put a new wiring harness, and and make it rideable. Because yeah. when he bought it, it had been sitting in a garage for forever. And that's been ooh, quite a few years ago. Yeah, I, I just I, remember people posting, it's not worth what it was at one time. I'm like, yeah, you're, yeah. you're right there. That's for sure. So Jesse James, West Coast Chopper, he had names for all of his stuff. 
Yeah, I got. Did he have an El Diablo? Yeah, El Diablo, the okay. CFL. Yep. I got that tattooed on my arm, CFL. Chopper for life. Yep, Chopper for life. Yeah, there, there was some cool stuff. There, yeah. uh, what did I see just the other day? Oh, um, YouTube, it popped up, and the biker build-offs are on YouTube. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've been watching them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that, that, was, that was some cool stuff. Yeah, so, so you're on the West Coast Chopper. Yeah, so where are you at? Money, no object. Money, no object. And these are kind of the same thing, but a boss house or the V8 chopper. Really? I, you, you'd buy one of those? I would. Money's no object. Yeah, I know, but you would actually ride that thing? Yes, I would. I mean, I would like to take it for a test drive just to see, but... They used to have test rides at Daytona and I, Myrtle Beach. I know, I remember. And you could get a shirt that said, I rode the boss sauce for like five bucks because I had a few of them. Yeah, me and my buddy Hal Fisher, that was one thing we did every year at Myrtle Beach or Daytona. And we probably did it at both. I just years run together. Would always do the boss sauce demo. What's it like riding one of those things? They're, they're, you know, from what I remember, and actually I sat on a V8 chopper when I was in Sturgis just because I walked through the oil tent. They're perfectly balanced, but when you rev it up, the motor, you know, torques to the side. Yep. Um, they're just, I think the trikes w- would handle better because that's a lot of power on two wheels. Yeah, you, you, the trikes... I mean, but they're perfectly balanced as far as, I mean, they were easy at slow speed. Okay. Um, they're really low to the ground. That was one thing. Um, you could put your feet flat on the ground. And since it had a automatic transmission, it was basically put it in drive and go. And do you remember, what, were the, what was the price tag on those? Do you remember? Oh, that, you know. I've seen them over, you know, $100,000 when you walk by the, because I'm trying to think where they were. Well, this is V8 choppers. They were on LaSalle Street, kind of right down from Hartley. And I walked in there and I want to say that they were anywhere from 70 on up. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, But the ball sauce, the, uh, the tanks on them are just for show. Uh, the gas tank is behind it under the seat. Oh, okay. So there's all, everything is, is heavy, but it's all down low. And okay. I don't really know that much about them. I mean, they're, they're made in Tennessee. Uh, I forget what town they're in, but that's, I want to say out somewhere, Memphis, Nashville, somewhere. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about them for a reason. Cause <laughs> <laughs> they're just, they're so far out there as far. And I'm sure they're reliable. I mean, they got a Chevrolet, you know, 350 or, you know, the big block stuff. They're just, they're not practical. No. That's like that motorcycle with a Viper motor in it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That thing must be insane. You know, and I saw videos of, of that thing out. And I remember there was a Jay Leno video. Oh, yeah. At, at his his car collection deal but i don't remember him riding it if he did i mean i can google that we'll see but yeah that's funny yeah. That you, that's funny that you said that you you used to ride the boss horses down daytona so 
that means Daytona's changing up. So what yeah. what else has changed about Daytona that you can remember? I started going in about 05, I think. And I can just remember that. For, I didn't stay in Daytona the first year. Yeah. stayed at a friend's house probably 40 minutes away. And I can just remember getting closer and closer to Daytona and all the bikes. I was we stopped and got gas and I was so I was just so excited. I was like a kid in a candy store with all the bikes everywhere. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, everywhere you turn, right, left, front, behind you, motorcycles. Yes. So you started going, you said oh four, oh five? Yeah, I believe so, because the, the night train was an O three. Okay. And it took me a couple of years to find Daytona. Yeah, so I think my first year was 99 Biketoberfest. Okay. So my first year for spring was 2000. Okay. Yeah, so I I remember going and it it just being packed. Yes. Um, Everything was a fat tire. Yes. Chopper, everything. Yes. Choppers. Oh, choppers everywhere. Leather vests. I, saw, I, saw there were, I remember Exile Leather Cycle. Leather jackets were fringe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, chrome. I mean, Softail was the bike back then. Softail or chopper? Yep. I mean, I remember seeing baggers. Uh, you, we called them dressers around here. Yeah. Because it was fully dressed. Yep. Um, you know, FL stands for fully loaded. Uh, that talks about the front end, but that kind of rolls over to it's got bags and a radio and tour box and all that. Yeah. I, I remember going and again, so I'm looking at magazines and everything that I'm looking at, you know, is, you know, what was the previous year. And I know I've got some mid nineties, early 2000 magazines somewhere in my collection, but it was choppers. Fat Boy was the bike. Yeah, the soft, yeah. With beach bars on it. Yep. And chrome from, I remember seeing a chrome. Now, this was a 03 anniversary Springer, and everything was chrome on it. Tanks, fender. Only thing that was not chrome was the the badges, the 100th anniversary badges. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, chrome was huge until the, the night train, when the night train came out, it took a while. I don't know if it took a while to catch on, but everything was black, you know? Yeah. Well, my FXDX was black. Oh, okay. Yeah. So in 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Then I, I remember going to bike night in places and people would look at it and they'd be like, because a couple guys I rode with, um, they had fat boys with chrome wheels um, and some cool looking fenders, you know, and there was some stretch fender stuff back then. And beach bars. Beach bars were the that and spoke wheels, I'll say. Yeah, well, drag bars. I think the only reason I bought the night train is because they had drag bars. Yes. Just well, straight. I, I don't know if I know I'm not the first, but I had black T bars. They were Carlinis on my 2000 FXDX. Carlinis. Yep. Those those were big back then for fat boys and. Yep, and I had they were only come in chrome, and I had to take them to the race car shop to get them powder coated black. <laughs> yeah, but and, and the extending all of that, I just remember that was. I just thought that you know I didn't know back then. I don't, you know what I kind of know now, but I just thought you just bolted that stuff on. No, no, no it was. 
Yeah, you had to take, you know, the wires just didn't unplug as easy as they do today. No, everything's so much easier today for aftermarket stuff. Yeah, and, and you know, podcast and Instagram and things like that that we follow, we'll kind of know what, not exactly what we're going to see, but maybe an expectation of what we're going to see coming up. Oh, yeah. Of bikes that are being built for all the shows. Oh, yep, that, yep, true. Uh, that, that's I'm why sure I, there's going to be some parts that come out, too. Yes. But so yeah. then, yeah, then Go I... Go ahead, I'm sorry, I keep talking to you. That's all right, that's, I'm just moving on to Daytona, so like, 09 is when it really started to die off. The choppers were dying off Yep. in 09, but yeah, everybody knows. And then, I, when did... I think Chrome is coming back, because... When I bought my FXR, it had a chrome swing arm, had chrome triple trees. And yep. at first I was like, oh, I hate that. But then I kind of like, oh, you know what? I'm going to embrace the chrome. Yeah. And then I really started to like the chrome because the, then the cop glide, I put a mm-hmm. bunch of chrome on. Even my road glide, I'm like, yep. give me some chrome. I, I'm, I'm liking the chrome again. Uh, I've always liked chrome. I'm, I've done some powder coated uh, soft tails and, and stuff through the years, but. I, I like the chrome. I I think you can mix the black and the chrome, but yes, chrome to me, it's never went out of style, but it is making a comeback. You know, Harley went dark for so long. It's like every bike you walked in to the dealership was a special and it was all blacked out. Yeah. Yeah. And it got too much. Yeah. Well, you're talking about 2009 when Daytona kind of went in the slot. Well, the economy was, was tanking. Yeah, that's true. Cause I remember, like I said, like I always say, going to when we ride to Daytona, drive, not ride. Yeah. We always, you know, in Georgia, 2 30 in the morning, we used to see trailers full of bikes. Yeah. And then I remember 09 was kind of like, huh, is anybody going to be here? Like there's nobody around. You know, I did, it seemed really dead just even going there. And then when we got there, it was, it was busy, but it wasn't like it was prior years. No, you, you remember going in, you know, 05, 06, 07. And if you didn't go early out to the Iron Horse, you were parking down the street, you had to pay, or you had to go all the way down to the Broken Spoke and just, you know, kind of walk. Yep. Um, and I remember going one time, uh, it had to be nine or 10. And this was in the middle of the day, and we pulled up to the Iron Horse and parked in the front. And, of course, we had been to all the other stops, and there just was not a lot of people. And then that fall, I mean, it was funny. I'm standing there at the Iron Horse when it should be, you know, wall-to-wall people at 8, 30, 9 o'clock at night, and there's nobody. No, no. I bet there wasn't 300 people there. Yeah. You could park anywhere you wanted to and they you know at the bottom down around the stage we know they'll pipe golly there'll be bikes on top of each other there was no motorcycles right there you could do a donut in there if you wanted to but you know that it's it's coming back around i mean like we said in our other podcast daytona is my favorite it's the kickoffs where you see all the new stuff it you know everybody's shaking off the winter especially you guys up there and the frozen new england but yeah i think you know about i think like uh 17 18 19 when it started coming back pretty good mm-hmm. and then corona hit but then 
but then 21 and 22 are jammed. It was so many yeah. people. Yeah, they said they had to shut the exit down there at Destination Daytona like two or three times just to clear out the traffic. Yeah, I agree. It was backing up. Yeah. Here's another thing, and I put this on my list, full-face helmets. Yeah, well. Th- I've had a full-face helmet since I got my first motorcycle. It was a Fulmer. A Fulmer, yeah. Full, and it, was, it hung around my garage. Oh, my gosh forever i had been knocked off and broke the the shield on it was gone i guess it broke off and i just threw it away and it stayed around there it was red somewhat matched my honda but i always had a full face or a three-quarter with a big shield because yeah, I, I ride year round and i remember hauling my half shell down to daytona because you know it's cold so you didn't want your face all you know wind burnt and frozen so when you got to Daytona, it was warm. You put on your half helmet. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I discovered the full face when I had my soft tails because it would have made riding on the highway so much more enjoyable. Yeah. Because it, it it is. If you're riding a, you know my FXR with the full face, it's it's great. Oh, yeah. So like if, if 2022 Brian could go back and tell 2003 Brian. Yeah. <laughs> full face helmet. <laughs> Buy a bunch, buy a bunch of FXRs. Yeah, buy, oh gosh, buy a, a truckload. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but the, Daytona has went through so many changes. But you know, for me, I don't think leather jackets for fringe is coming back. No, for me, <laughs> fringe definitely not. Tassels, no, no. Um, and I do have, I, I've never, I maybe have had a leather vest or two, but I always like the jean vest or the um you know a cotton vest or the uh, and i have another one that's a uh first manufacturing it's kind of a canvas yeah that, i got that i got one of them too the canvas with a little leather but i've yeah. i've never i've never had a denim vest a, you never a, had a denim vest really no geez no <laughs> those are <laughs> never coming back they're coming back I'm, no. I, how about i bring them back no, I, I used to make fun of those guys. The you know wearing a Canadian tuxedo, I call it. <laughs> <laughs> they have the, oh, the well, jean jacket be looking on. Looking in your jean. mailbox Christmas time, you might be getting you a denim vest. Oh, jeez, no. Yeah, with a brown fringe on it. <laughs> I and, remember. Uh, oh, oh, and here's what else is coming with it: live to ride and ride to live. I've always liked that. I. Liked that. <laughs> I, I like those gas caps and the points covers. I do too. Yeah. I have a, I have a big collection of them. Oh yeah. I, you know what? I, I, like I said, I'm kind of working on a, a a new bike here, new to me. I may put some of that on there. Hey, I don't blame you. I, I just I I I've, I have taken it off of bikes just to sell because people would walk up and be like, oh gosh, the screaming eagle gold live to ride and but yes yeah but yeah so so no denim vest for brian no no boy <laughs> i don't even like wearing i don't like wearing jeans i like wearing yeah i don't wear jeans yeah but <laughs> i do not i uh, wear hiking pants in the summer and then i wear these thick uh they're lee brand yeah, i get them at sam's oh geez all right yeah i we, 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 you're not the stellar of fashion i know but I know, but it's all right. Yeah. Well, they're not jeans. They're 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 like gray and khaki. I mean, 
<laughs> no, I'm not known for my uh, your you fashion. Know, my, yeah, my well, motorcycle fashion, but as, as long as you have cool bikes, that's all that matters. Oh, that's that's to be in the club, you gotta have cool bike. Exactly. I tell you what, I, I never, you'll never catch me riding in as a pair of flip flops on my motorcycle. Oh, you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. Do tell, please. Oh, when I meet you in Daytona this year, I'm going to make sure I'm wearing flip flops. <laughs> and that, and the denim vest I'm going to send you. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yes, I, I'm, man, I, I don't know why I'm, I guess I'm just getting excited about you know, what's coming up for 23. And while we're on the subject of Daytona, um, you know, there was a horrible hurricane, um, Hurricane Ian, and it devastated a lot of the Gulf Coast uh, down there. So our hearts and prayers go out to those people. And it made its way up, made its way into South Carolina, but um, they've already canceled Sons of Speed. Um, Oh, in Daytona? And Daytona, yeah. Really? Well, yeah, I know Biketoberfest is still going on, so I hope I hope a bunch of people still go down there and they can yeah, recoup some I, money. I've been watching it. Uh, there's quite a bunch of stuff going on there on the, the Facebook group that I you know look at every now and then. But, yeah, well, yeah Sons got- of Speed got canceled, and then it's going to rain, so I've, I've kind of canceled my trip. It's kind of day by day, but I don't think I'm going to go because it's not going to clear up till Friday. Oh, okay. And I'm going for the races. So they're having the flat track and they're having the bagger racing league. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And they're still having a performance bike show going on at um, Destination 2. Hardcore Cycles is putting it on. Oh, they're putting one on for the fall? Yep. Okay. Yep. So. I know Willie's is Thursday. Yeah, Willie's is a staple, but. And and that was the only re- that and the racing was the only reason I was going. I but think uh, it, it start it's going to rain here tonight, and then it's I guess going that way because I I've been watching the weather for two weeks, and it's going to clear up Friday and Saturday there. So, yeah, I think um I think Hardcore Cycles is having their show on Friday. Okay, I think I'd have to look it up. Let's see. Uh, no, that's not it. So, all right. So, what else? What else? What else we got for motorcycles? Uh, well, let's. Okay, how about uh, your favorite bike of all time? Not that you've owned. It's just something you you've seen it, you liked it. Oh, I'd like to have one of those. <clears throat> it, it's obtainable. You know, we thought the ball soft. No, I'm. Yeah, I'm not look, buying one of those. You're not buying one of those. No, well, I'd, I'd have to. So my favorite bike, I'd have to say my favorite bike from for the first like from 03 to like 2015. I say when I was more into the soft tails, the choppers, the bobbers, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. I wasn't quite into the touring bikes yet. So I would have to say, I'm sure you've seen this picture before. It's a it's a sucker punch Sally. Oh yeah. It's a green. It's like a green looking FLH. With a blonde chick behind it, yeah, I can't. And that, I just that bike and that picture always stood out in my mind. I was just love that bike. Is it like an army green? Yeah, it's like an army green color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. guys that started Sucker Punch were at uh, the Smokeout this year. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. 
Those are man, those are cool bikes. I, that's another thing. I remember going to Beach Street, and it being all these choppers and different motorcycle, you know, that you would only see there. They didn't have those dealerships, and no one sold that around where I live. That's the only place you would see that. Yeah, I mean, the guy, you know, Jeff Jeff Cochran. Yeah. He was one, you know, one. Uh, my buddy Bob bought his one of his original bikes from him, the bike okay. with the '66 on the tank. Okay. Yeah, so Bob had that bike. He's had a okay. he's had he had a West Coast chopper. He's had some really cool bikes. Really. Yep. Well, Bob. The, the voice of reason, we like to call him. Yeah. All right, here's the picture I was talking about right here. This, You're, you're sending it to me. <laughs> no, it's... Yeah, it's Sucker Punch Sally's. It's a... Oh, it's actually a panhead. Oh, a panhead. Okay. You know, and... um, It's just like an army green color. Yeah, it's... It's pretty simple. Look, SNS teardrop, kickstart, two-into-one exhaust. Pretty basic. Yeah, they they were they were kind of simple, um, but they're always cool looking bikes because they would have I guess they were S and S shovels and S and S pans and yeah yeah and, just, and just, Evos and yeah 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 there was a guy locally that had one uh, through the years and I would see him at at the Harley shop or at Bike Night or at the local independent shop here but yeah those I just remember going and on Beach Street. In Daytona in the spring, you, I mean, you could you'd spend all day there looking at all the different bikes, the choppers and the, you know, it was it was cool and you know it it's still cool. It's just I, I kind of miss that. <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely miss that because you know everybody was down there. You'd see all the Exile Cycles bikes. You, you don't just yeah. walk up see an Exile Cycle bike anywhere. I, I haven't seen one in years. No, I haven't either. Yeah, and I'm assuming they're still doing something. I mean, they're in California, though, weren't they? Yeah, they're in, they're in California now. Okay, yeah, that's what Hollywood or something. But yeah, back in the day, so that's what you would have. Yeah. Oh, you just sent it. To me. Okay, sucker punch Sally. I'm. Oh yeah. I'm. Yep. Yep. I could I could just picture myself cruising around that bike. With her in the back. Yeah, don't tell your wife. <laughs> that was before. <laughs> oh, back in the day, okay. But, yeah, yeah. Oh, so all right. So that was back in the day. Now, if a current a current bike that I would like is um, do you know you know Space Coast Speedworks? Mm, did, did, right did offhand, I can't think. Did you go to the Space Coast Harley Davidson? this year with us this um no i was already going back home oh that's right yeah well they they made a road glide that was pretty pretty nice that i like i studied that bike pretty you know from front fender to rear fender was it a performance style bike yeah performance style road glide and it was just but their dealership yeah exactly yeah, well well that's a dealership, but Space Coast Speedworks is is right next door to it. But I don't think they're affiliated. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. But yeah, it was it was a pretty slick looking bike. But you know, I mean, when it's custom and it's one off, 
and you can pull into the parking lot and nobody else looks the same. That's yeah. why, you know, okay, so there's 1,500 El Diablos. I wonder how many are going to be at Daytona next year. You know what? I bet you we'll see a few. <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm know sure we will. <laughs> I don't know if we'll see them all riding, but we'll, you know. I saw one the other day, well, online, and the price tag was 45 grand. 45, yeah. So uh, my upper or mid-30s price that I got from my dealership is a pretty good one, huh? Yeah, that's what kind of what I was thinking, yeah. And, and the people were posting back and forth. It was on, uh, I don't know if it was on FXR Trader or one of those things. I, one of those, it'll just, you know, a picture will pop up and then you start reading all that stuff and you go down a rabbit hole. But yeah, 45 grand. And it, and and he's and the guy stated that he went back in and it was sold. Wow. So, a current Brian. Yep. Right now, someone says, "Pick a bike. It's yours." What are you picking today? Uh, a bike that you've seen, custom bike, stock bike, El Diablo. Yeah, I really like that El Diablo. Um, my favorite bike. I mean, not, I guess my favorite bike of all time, we can say, has always been, and I've never owned this bike, is a 97 Heritage Springer. Right. So even well, with all, all the performance, road yep. glides, street glides, mm-hmm. you'd want yep. that? Yep. I want it uh, birch white with the red stripe. Even those bags. Yeah. I, even all of that. It's still, it's classic, and you can ride it and pull up. Not that I care that people look at what I'm riding, but people will come over and take a look at it. Well, they're not going to look at your denim vest, so... They're not going to look at my denim vest, no. They've got to look at your bike. They're like, oh, look at the weirdo with the <laughs> denim vest. <laughs> but he's got a cool bike. Yeah, well, yeah I'll so talk, The I'll 97 talk, Heritage Springer, birch white with a red stripe. Um, right. I, I just, it's, it looks like something Elvis would ride. Yep, I've never had a Springer, so I can't comment they're just cool that front fender and the light on the front fender is cool and all of the chrome on it the dual pipes the bags on it it's just google it 97 heritage springer and they still bring ridiculous money and if my buddy gary's listening to this podcast he has one and i told him when he (laughs) decides to hang up motorcycling i would like a shot at buying that motorcycle and he's had it for as long as I've known him, 20 years or longer. That but is only bike? That is a cool bike, and I like it, and that's kind of always been my favorite. Right. But if you say, okay, here's the money, you go buy brand new. If you say brand new, then I'm going to have to go LD. Oh, yeah. If you tell me I can go buy a brand new bike. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's 1,500 of them made. Yeah. Maybe I'll get just the ST and have it painted so it's different. But. Yeah, but would you get the the lowrider ST or would you get a road glide ST? A lowrider. Yeah, I think I would too because we already got the road glide. So, yeah, I agree. And there's a lot of stuff you can do to that bike. And there's, hey, I mean, kind of, I'll just keep picking, but. Uh, what about the uh, the Apex uh, factory custom paint? Have you seen it? I have not. Yeah, Google that one. You can go on uh, Harley's website. It's pretty cool. They did a road glide, 
They did a Rogue Glide Limited and a Rogue King. All in the pretty cool paint job. Apex. It's called the Apex Factory Custom Paint. Hmm, Have to look that up right now. Yep, it's pretty cool. Um, It's got the bar and shield kind of in the stripe. Actually, I saw one Saturday when I was uh, at a dealership out on out on a ride. Um, But yeah, I mean, I like them all. I mean, is there a bike that we wouldn't have? A scooter. That's about it. If you said, "Hey, do you want the scooter?" I'm like, "No, just move along. I don't, I don't, I don't want a scooter." No. Yep that 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 Apex paint job is pretty cool. I'm looking at. I like I like orange. So I do too. Uh, you know, on a motorcycle, definitely. Definitely. Well, here's another thing. We'll just keep going into other things. But hey, when I buy a product and I like it, even though they don't sponsor. Any any product we talk about here, they, you know, we buy them out of out of our pocket. Um, but I want to tell you about an experience I had with Zero 3D. You familiar with them? Is that the phone holder? Yes. Yep. So I bought a phone holder. I want to say two years ago. Again, kind of runs together. Daytona, Myrtle. I don't know. And it broke the other day, and I was like, hmm. I need to buy another one. So I was online. I'm like, I know I'll get one shipped. And I just happened to click on their website. And at the bottom, it says warranty. And I clicked on there and it says they have a three-year warranty. So I was sitting here and I'm like, I just wonder if they answered the phone. Well, the guy didn't answer the phone. I left a voicemail. But 30 minutes later, he called me back. And he, I told him what I had. He goes, here's my email. Send me some pictures. And I told him, I said, hey, I really can't remember when I bought this, but was within the last two to three years. Um, you know, I don't know if you can tell from my pictures. He's like, don't worry about it. So I send them and literally I email them out. Maybe 20 minutes. I get a email back. Uh, ship that out today. It's coming to you. And within three days, it was at my front door. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's customer service. Yep. There was no questions asked um, other than, you know, he knew it was their product because I sent him the pictures. And it broke because, you know what, it's probably user error and design, possibly. I mean, I, I'll take half the blame. They can have the other. <laughs> uh, but, and I was looking at this. My iPhone's pretty heavy. And so when I got the new part, he only sent one half, which that's all I needed. The whole thing wasn't broke. So I put it together and I, I mounted it in a different position on my bars. And I'm like, man, that thing is awful heavy and it moves around a lot. So I'm going to f- figure out a different mounting to where it is not so high up to where there's a lot of leverage on it. But so a shout out to Zero 3D. Uh, and again, I've had a few of their uh, products over the years, and they've only been out maybe, I don't know, five, six, seven years. But the phone holder, it broke. They sent me the piece that uh, would replace the broken piece. I put it together, and it's working flawlessly. So That's good. A shout out to them, Zero uh, 3D. All right. What else you got, Brian? So I feel like I haven't had any 
maybe I don't have the patience you do to take a picture and send it back and, you know, put in a claim, but (laughs) (laughs) sometimes I might just throw it away. But, um, I don't know. They're they're like 50 bucks. I know. I, I, trust me. I know. I want to give a shout out to Clockworks because it's the second windshield I've bought from them and the quality is just, yeah, it's just perfect. I mean, it is. It's it, it's it's a great product and uh, it just makes me want to buy more stuff from Brian. I know, and me too. Yeah, their fenders are, man, and I've had two of those fenders. Yeah, uh, for for dressers, and they were putting up some pictures uh, the other day. They I guess got a shipment in because they're made in the USA. And here's one thing about them: when you get them and you take them to the painter, he paints them. They don't have to do any finish work. It's already done. And that's kind of one of their selling points is you don't have to work this fender. And the front fender acts as a fork brace. Huh. Do you know that? I did not. Oh, yeah. But you bought, and I've, you've posted your pictures up on your Instagram, uh, but that windshield is jam up that you got. Oh, I love it. It. I don't know what made the me flare. like well, like you said, the, yeah, the color. When I when I saw them in Daytona this year, I was like, I just like those colors. It just for for me, all my bikes have got to be a little different. I gotta like, I just gotta have something off about them, like the FXR with the orange wheels. I just it's just gotta have something different. And then I, I saw that, and I'm like, wait a minute, that kind of matches the pinstripe. Yeah. On the bikes, I'm like, you know what? Let me get it. It's the same price as the regular black ones. And I know it's going to be good. It's from Clockworks. It's got. It's going to be cool. So, and oh, look, yeah. yeah, jam up. Yeah, their their products are. I mean, they're second to none. Is the saying. I mean, I I've had a lot of them over the years, and they've always been flawless. Yep. But moving on, here at the Upshift Podcast, we have partnered with a company. And Brian is testing the product, and I am testing the product. And we would like to welcome the Indy Ridge Motorcycle Boots to the Upshift Podcast. Yep, I wore them for my first time for my little fall ride the other day. Really? Yep. Which one did you get? I got the Comanche. You got the Comanche. Yep. I got the Cheyenne. And these are purposely built manufactured for motorcycle riding and to walk around into because I I do the same thing that you do. If I'm on a long trip, I'll wear my boots. And then when I get there, I got, I throw them in the bag and I put my my tennis shoes on. (laughs) I put my flip flops on, but yeah, you, you put your flip flops on and your denim vest, but, um, the Indy Ridge, uh, USA.com is where you can go look at all of their uh, products, all their riding boots. They have summer and winter. They have gloves. But I have right now right at 400 miles on mine now and a hurricane. And, yeah, you always went through a hurricane. Yeah, I went to Myrtle Beach Bike Week. There was a hurricane. I had my boots on and I kept my feet dry. Yeah, I think we're standing in a lot of water. That's all. Yeah. Well, this weekend I'm going to be wearing mine again, and it could get a little cold. So I'm gonna. I'm, I'm curious how they're gonna hold up. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it hasn't got, let's see, Saturday was like 55 uh, early in the morning, and my feet were fine. But we're going to be doing updates on what we uh, like and think about the Indy Ridge boots. And we will post some pictures up on our Instagram, but I'd like to, again, thank Indy Ridge um, for teaming up with us and being a partner with the Upshift podcast. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, I definitely want to get, they have the ventilator boots for the summer. Yep. So I definitely want to get the night. They're all black ventilator mm-hmm. boots. For I want, I want those for Daytona this year. Yeah. I, I would have loved to have those all summer because it was, again, miserably hot riding. Yep. But again, IndyRidgeUSA.com. Go check out their boots. Um, the summer, the winter, I mean, they're, couple different models on there you're gonna love them just just the short time that i've had mine on and i've worn them to work and wore them all day and yeah, I was, here in the office i was just looking at their gloves they got some uh denim and leather gloves that would go great with your denim vest uh well you know what i'm probably gonna get my mouse moving on here and just go ahead and order a pair of those yeah those are those are actually pretty cool i they are <laughs> i might want to get a pair of those those look no, no, if you get those, you got to get a denim vest. Oh, no. All right, so I'm going to have to get some other gloves then. Okay, then. Yeah, so stay off of my – yeah, lay, lay off the denim, dude. <laughs> but, yeah, no, but... again, that, that's that's uh, an awesome thing for us here at the Upshift Podcast uh, to partner up with those guys. Hey, I had meant to ask you this the other day, dude. Were you able to get the Upshift tag in New Hampshire? No, because I, I can only have five letters, and I couldn't – I mean, Even looked, with all the stuff we were going back and forth, yeah, you, you couldn't get any of that. I mean, I could have, but I, I was just, I, I couldn't get the the UPSHFT. That's what I really wanted, mm-hmm. and I couldn't do that, so I was kind of bummed out. You couldn't get the shifting. No, because it's not. It wouldn't. I, the upshift is, you know, it's the upshift podcast, so. You know, I, I that that's what I really wanted. Mm. Well, maybe let's see. I couldn't leave out the F because that would be that would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, well, yeah. weirdos riding that thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I hate you couldn't get that, but yeah, you know, that a bummer. Yeah, because there's six. Let's see, so five letters in New Hampshire, six letters in South Carolina. Yeah, so five letters. I yeah, know I was, I was bummed out about that, but. I got a regular number. Okay. So uh, any, anything new with your, any, Go uh, ahead. Anything new with your Road King? Uh, no. I mean, you know, I guess I know I sent you some pictures. Uh, I had bought the uh, Corbin seat. Yep. And oh, wow. I mean, it's <laughs> it's awesome. And I like I said, I ride every day. Um and I had another Corbin seat, and the backrest on those Corbins fit any of them. So I just took it off the soft tail and put it in there. But, yes, um, I like it. I need a bigger windshield for the wintertime because, yep. you know, I got that CVO windshield, and it really doesn't cover. So I've actually been looking at the Clockworks windshield. There you um, go. That uh, I'll probably purchase here in the uh, next few days or, or weeks or so, but. But yeah, that that's that, and then you know I got the I won't talk about it too much, but 
trying to put something together uh, for a new bike uh, to me yep. uh, for uh, Daytona next year. But uh, you think if you do get that one, you think it'll be ready for Daytona? You think? Oh yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I was just that'll thinking be. we're in October, November, December, January, February. Uh, I guess five months still. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going. We're not like taking the frame off and doing anything like that. This will, it'll be uh, a little bit, a little bit of motor work, some cams, stuff like that. All right. Um, new style wheels. You know, I, I say I just like the stock Harley wheels. Um, and there'll be some paint. Uh, very. I mean, not nothing crazy. Oh, come on. Uh, now I think I'm going solid colors. If I do, it'll all be solid colors. All right, there's nothing wrong with solid colors, but what color were you thinking? Red, white, and blue. With your denim jacket? All right, all right, right. come on. And my new Indy Ridge boots. Denim vest. I do have a denim jacket, too. Oh, boy. You know, I don't <laughs> I don't think I'm going to make it to Daytona this year. <laughs> you cancel and take Well, you bring your flip-flops, and I'll bring my denim jacket and my vest. I hope... Golly, I hope the weather is so nice next uh, year. I hope so, too. And I hope that... I'm trying to talk to some people, and and you're going to listen to this, Chris, over there at CNC Thunder. I'm trying to get him to load up and come with us next year. Yeah, that will be awesome. And because he's doing a... He's doing a 143 s oh. and a Milwaukee 8. Yeah, it's, it, he could ride a wheelie all the way to Daytona. <laughs> From CNC Thunder. All right. Yeah. So, well, he's got he's got to get down there then. What the heck? I know. I'm I'm on him constantly. I talked to him yesterday, and I'm like, "You need to come. You need to uh, get the chopper out and get it going." You follow them on Instagram, don't you? Yep. You seen all their videos they put up? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to Facebook, there's some longer videos there too. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, they they put up some cool stuff. That that is. My shop, and when I say my shop, I stop by there pretty much every other day at least, and they do all my service. Uh, they do all the work on my bike. I buy all my parts there, um, and they're they're actually a thrashing dealer now. Yep. They're a Simpson dealer. Awesome. I told them they should be a Bell helmet dealer because I'm partial to the Bell helmets because the Simpson doesn't fit my head. Yeah. So, if Bell, if you're listening and you want to partner with Upshift Podcast more than welcome to have you aboard yes because that that could be that part of my uh what's in my saddlebag for this year, this week yes what is in your saddlebag brian i got two things so one a bell modular helmet no way yep after seeing yours and just how easy flip up it is and <laughs> it just i just I, i'm gonna get one and they you know they're 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 good priced Yes. And they come in, you know, nice white color. Yep. So. So you got an SRT. Yeah, a Bell SRT for sure. Okay. You just order it online? Yeah, I'm going to order it online. Okay. Yep. And then um, my other saddlebag item would be, so I'm going to get a My Machinist gauge relocation bracket. No, you're not. But, yep, for the, the road glide. Oh, wow. Yep. I'm going to take out that. 1990s radio that's in there. <laughs> How far are you going to throw that thing? <laughs> oh, please. Yeah, move up, move up the gauges to where I can see them and get rid of some of that plastic that's behind my 
you know, on the triple tree. Yeah. Yeah. Clean up that whole triple tree area. Yeah. Isn't there some covers for the older models that fit over that? I don't know. I, I, I I'm going to like, I want to get rid of that plastic. Cause I like the raw look. Yeah. Like yeah. Cause you, yeah, you can see all that. Yes. I, yeah. I, I like that myself. Yeah. I, I really like that. You know, the stunt road glide look is just the ultimate look in my head. Yep. For right now. Mm-hmm. And if you hit the lotto, you can buy all the Hoffman design, um, carbon fiber oh yeah <laughs> i'm definitely going to get a carbon fiber front fender i think so are you really yeah but, so, so what what's in your saddlebag brian what is in my saddlebag well um if i'm out on my heritage um i always carry a few tools because <laughs> there's something always coming loose on it mainly my highway pegs and i don't know but Something that I've been wanting for my saddlebag, and I actually bought it when I was in Myrtle Beach, and it, you can either wear it or you can keep it in your saddlebag, but I, for years, carried a knife, like a little pocket knife, and I always had it, and it was kind of handy, and I lost it, and it was a Kershaw, and I, I've bought other ones, and I never, you know, that, it was just, it was that knife that did always worked and it was easy to you know keep in um uh, in, in in my pocket but i ended up getting a uh, sanity jewelry is a company out of florida and i got a bigger knife um just to have because literally i have needed a knife to cut uh you know uh, a zip tie off two or three times and I literally had turned around and went back to my house to get some snips to cut it off. <laughs> but that's what's in my saddlebag. And sometimes I wear it, but I always have a knife. Okay. And I don't like to carry around the multi-tool. It just... I mean, yeah, just a, just a straight little knife. Yeah, ju- just a knife. And yep, yep. they're really good to have in the saddlebag or in your pocket. But that and, the, uh, and, a, and some extra tools. You always need a screwdriver or a 10 millimeter um, socket <laughs> yeah, or a half inch socket and some extras that i got in mind yep so yeah there's and there's always an extra pair of gloves and probably an extra shirt yep. um, and some coming soon uh you you hadn't approved it yet and i'm still waiting on the uh final rendition but the new upshift podcast logo stickers Oh yeah, I can't wait. I I like the first one you sent me. Yeah, I, uh, when I got it, I'm like, there's a few little things I want to change on it. Yep. Just in my mind, but the next one I'm going to send to you, and you're going to give the uh, full rundown of what you like, what you don't like, what changes you want to make. Um, and there's another thing the podcast is going to do. We are going to go. We're going to still be on the same platform, but we're going to go to something a little bit better for editing. Um, I'll talk to you offline on that later on the week, but uh, we're still doing good with Anchor, and I like Anchor, and it's a great platform to get it out to uh, to all the other uh, apps and stuff that, that uh, we post this on, and you can listen to it. But I think like 90%, 95% of our listeners – are coming from Apple Podcast. Yep, that's where I listen to most of mine. So, yeah, me, me too. It's it's kind of easy, um, and um, so 
that's in the works and maybe one day we'll have YouTube videos. Someday, yeah. Someday when we have a lot of time because that takes up a lot of time to do all that. So people, when you watch a YouTube video and it's 20 minutes long, there's no telling. That was hours and hours and hours worth of work. Yeah, they those YouTubers, they that's all they do. Yeah, that's and we're going to do a podcast about other podcasts and YouTube channels that we watch because I mean, that's kind of the you know, what what we like in the motorcycle industry and everything that's you know, there's anything you want to type into YouTube, it's going to be there or Instagram. Um, you know, 70s vans or flip-flops or denim vests, but <laughs> well, yeah, YouTube is great because I, if I'm going to do something to the bike, yes. I find a video. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I watch it, and then as I'm doing it to my own bike, I I know what I'm yep. going to kind of what to expect. Yep, you know, and it just it's it's a huge help. Oh yeah, I mean, and then there's some videos you're like, oh my goodness, why did you even waste your time? Because that's not even right. But maybe some people do it just to be funny. But yeah, YouTube is. I mean, you can get so much information from there and Instagram. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so, well, that's kind of what we have for this episode. But Brian, tell them where they can find you at on Instagram. Instagram, the Upshift Podcast, underscore Brian, underscore NH. Yep. And you can follow me at the Upshift Podcast or HarleyGuy105. We are on Facebook. Uh, if you still do do that platform, and there's some decent things there on, on Facebook that I like to follow, but mainly Instagram because I like the pictures, um, and there's some cool stuff on there. But yes, um, got a lot of stuff planned up for uh, 23. It's looking good. So we'll go into the uh, winter season, and you got your ride coming up this weekend. I'm going on a ride this weekend. Yep, so to make it clear, you are not going to Biketoberfest. Probably not, just because of the weather. Okay. And a couple things I wanted to see are already canceled, so. Yeah, so, yeah, next year is looking pretty good with, you know, Daytona in the spring, and then uh, the big Harley, Milwaukee. Yep, yeah, Milwaukee in uh, July. July. Yep. Uh, uh, let's see what else. Um, Myrtle in May. Myrtle in May, and here here's something. So, our buddy Marcus with the uh, Daily Biker Podcast there in the beautiful state of Tennessee, up there at White Lightning Harley Davidson, um, and one of his podcasts, he was talking about an iron butt. Are you familiar with the iron butt? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm going to do an iron butt anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Thousand miles in twenty four yeah. hours. I've done quite a few of them. I did yeah. 15 and 36 too. Wow. Um, yes. I'll, uh, I got a little plaque and little tag holder thing and all that from the uh, IBF. But he, we reached out to each other and he's like, well, let's do one in, uh, for Panama next year. So we're kind of planning that. That's loosely planned right now. So Panama City uh beach rally is on the gulf coast of florida opposite side of the atlantic where daytona is and that is um april the end of april first week of may 
Yeah, April April twenty seventh. Yep. Yeah, through May third. Yeah. So, so we will talk about that some more. Um, yeah. So you just tell me where you're going to finish, and I will meet you there. <laughs> meet you there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that that maybe we'll get something going for twenty three on that, or we can come to see you. That's a that's an iron butt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would, that I would do. I mean, we don't have to make it an iron, but we can make it enjoyable. We don't have yeah. to. Yeah. We. What's funny is from where you live and where I live, halfway is West Virginia. Yeah. No. Some. Is it further than that? Maryland. Maybe. Maybe Maryland. I don't know. Maryland's about eight hours away. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So yeah, Maryland. That's okay. five. What it's. A thousand thirty-four miles to where you live from my house. I still have that in my in my notes in my phone. So yeah, so a little over five hundred. Yeah, so that will be somewhere around Maryland. Yeah. I really don't think. I mean, shoot, the leaves. So, just for people that are wanting to see leaves, your leaves are turning now, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. It's. It's pretty nice out there. Like I said, for my ride the other day, it was... Yeah, you're pretty... in peak season. Peak season? Well, Columbus Day weekend is when everybody goes. And so okay. so kind of after Columbus Day weekend, it kind of like up north, it's still, I think it's dying out. Okay. So the, the color goes like way up north. It's really good. And then the later in the year it gets, it you know comes down south. So, yeah. you know, so you start up north and it comes down south and then eventually it's gone. Yeah. You've ever seen that picture? It's, I mean, it's a drone shot of the Kangamangas, and it's just every color in the rainbow. Oh, I'm wondering yeah. when that was taken. You know, like probably right about second. now. Okay, so roughly this first second week in October. Yeah, yep. yeah, which is unbelievable. I think actually it's on Harley's website. Yeah, you go to be- Harley's website and do the fifty for fifty. That's the picture. Yeah. Well, we wrote the road we took that day. Is that where that picture is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah you go through that. Unbelievable you go, road. You, you go through there right now. It's like just skittles on the trees. It's just oh good. yeah, that's that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, they're they're starting to turn here. Uh, like I said, I can look at the mountains when I pull out of the parking lot here, and then right there at the house. But man, I've had a good time on this podcast. We have rolled for. A long time on this one, so I hope everyone enjoys it. Yes, yeah, this was a good one. Yep, but we are Brian and Brian, and we are the Upshift Podcast. Brian there in New Hampshire, uh, this Brian down here in South Carolina. Uh, we are Rogue Glide, Rogue King, FXR, Shovelhead. We like them all, don't we? We do. We do, and we ride them. But until the next time, we will see you out on the road, and we are the Upshift Podcast. We're out. See ya.